This episode of the Power Bros Movie Reviews is brought to you by Fearless Wandering Productions and our supporters at Patreon.com. Did you know that patrons of the Power Bros Movie Reviews get access to a weekly patron-only bonus show called Movie Chronicles with the Power Bros? They also get early access to our main show. Join today on Patreon.com for these benefits and more. And now, on with the show. Inspired by The Executioner, a popular book series created by author Don Pendleton, a writer of the Amazing Spider-Man series, liked the idea of a veteran who becomes a serial killer of criminals after a mafia-related death of his family. Hence, he conceived The Punisher. Alright, welcome back to the Powell Bros Movie Reviews. I am uh, one of your hosts, Tobias Powell, joined with your other host, Trent Powell. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Welcome. Nice, yeah. Hope you had a good holiday season and new good New Year. I guess when we release this, it's going to be past, well past New Year, but for yeah, us it one, is. This one might be in February, I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we are reviewing The Punisher, the one that came out in 1989. 1989, um, one that very few people know about. Yeah. I didn't even know about. Yeah, this one... Uh, so, because we are doing theatrical release Marvel movies, that's like our our standard for the movies we're releasing. So right. this one did release in a few theaters in Australia <laughs> and some other country. So technically, it was in theaters. It was in um, the UK. Yeah, UK. It. The reason it didn't ever get to the US was because the studio just literally didn't have enough money to do it (laughs) yeah they don't have money to promote it and market it (laughs) yeah so i'd get it in the theaters well umbrella it's umbrella entertainment so (laughs) i don't know anything else ever made by them i think it's all it's an australian company i think yeah because we go back to our first episode when we talked about um or the second well first intro to the mcu um, we talked about how Marvel sold off a lot of their characters in you know package deals to these studios, and I don't I actually don't think I mentioned Punisher then, but um, mostly because I just didn't think of this movie, but this was one of the package deals that Marvel sold to um, is it New World Pictures? Was it New World? I think it was New World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New World New Pictures, World Pictures or, to, uh, or whatever produce and release this movie but um the studio just didn't have the money to to do that and i i heard i i don't know if this is true but i heard that stan lee was was all for this movie and was promoting it and, and was excited about it but when he saw the test screening he backed out and said no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna promote this like this is garbage <laughs> like huh. yeah um, interesting. I, I I don't know if that's true, and I think that's something. Because he's he's an executive producer on it. Oh yeah, so I don't know. That's interesting. It is. I don't. I I heard that that had also that also had something to do with them not releasing it in in the U.S. Hmm. just because Stanley didn't really want it to be released, and it just wasn't that good. (laughs) Interesting. So I don't know. I guess we can get into the review. Uh-huh. So, Trent, what were your initial thoughts? <laughs> I I don't know. I I had no I had no, I knew nothing about this movie going in. I didn't even I didn't even know that um that Dolph Lundgren was the Punisher. <laughs> like it, he did a Punisher movie. Um 
because I like I know that um, Ray Stevenson did one. Um, obviously, Jonathan or Bernthal did one, and then who's the who who did the first Punish or this? Ray Stevenson did Punisher Wars War Zone, and then I can't remember who did the other Punisher. But either way, I it's John Travolta. Oh yeah, John Travolta. I was like, is yeah. I actually thought like, was it John Travolta? I was like, no, it actually was. I know okay. it seems weird to say <laughs> so that he was. It is the it is Punisher. Punisher. <laughs> yeah, I actually seems I think like... I I think I've seen that one before. I don't remember what context or why I saw it, but I remember distinctively watching it, or at least watching some of it. Maybe it was on like TV back when we had cable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. Anyways. Um, I don't know if I've seen so it. So I had no idea. Going into this, I didn't know what to expect. I, I knew that it wasn't released in, in the U.S. It It's very hard to find. Do you do you have a DVD copy of it? Yeah, so I bought a Blu-ray copy off oh, of okay. Amazon, but it's imported because it's only released in Australia. <laughs> okay, nice. So it's an import from Australia. I, yeah. I think there's DVD U.S. releases, but uh, it, yeah it's very hard to well it's not hard to find because it's on youtube you can watch it for free right. on youtube yeah, that's that's how i watched it <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah that, it, that's the how whole I watched movie it. is just on there like multiple releases of it on there <laughs> right so if you want to watch it you can watch it there but after you hear this you probably won't want to <laughs> probably not <laughs> so like <laughs> we I mean, put it in context like i knew this was an 80s movie i was expecting 80s action and that's what we got for the most part um it's just a lot of it i just feel like was really poorly done it the whole the story like i don't even know where to start i didn't i didn't like it i didn't enjoy it 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 just i tried to um i like it it as like an 80s action film okay it's it's okay and i do like 80s action films i love die hard i love um um I'm blanking out. Oh, uh, Mel Gibson. Uh, Lethal Weapon. That's 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lethal Weapon. I, uh, you know, I, I'm blanking on other 80s <laughs> action movies, but I know they're yeah, out there. But yeah, oh, but yeah um, we get the point. Yeah, and um, and so I, yeah, I know I, I was ex- so I, was, I, I knew what I was expecting, and I got a little bit of that, but it came with just a really messy story that I felt like was all over the place and a character, a lead character that had no character. It just was just stone cold the whole time and didn't really like, we, we didn't know who he was. He didn't have, you know, they they didn't give us any reason to care about him um, except for one flashback scene. And and then another one later on, I think, Um, which when getting comic book accuracy, uh, that was not his, how, his wife and child dies and he wasn't a cop in the comics either but anyways um yeah it uh yeah i think the story i felt like was all over the place they didn't know what they were doing with the antagonist because then they bring in this other lady and then you have the punisher coming in to well i think i think we can slow down on everything you're saying okay we got a a lot to go through there (laughs) i know (laughs) everything you just said those are my initial Um, thoughts (laughs) <laughs> All right, so yeah, I so I think they you jump they in. were they were starting to set him up pretty well by showing that he had a 
past with his wife and kids and they died yeah. and that he was a cop. I thought that was good setup, but that was it. And, and it came very right. soon. It was like within the first 10 minutes, which is where it should be. Yep. But then that was it. And they didn't uh, capitalize on that at all. And it, it was just like, now you have to care about him because he lost his wife and kids. And I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. that's it. <laughs> and I get that they were, it was also a setup of his motivation for mm -hmm. like who he is and stuff. But again, that was just, that was it. And, and then, yeah, like, like you said, the story was very messy. He, his motivation was like to kill all these gang members and to punish the bad people or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of punished the guilty. Yeah, and then it kind of transitioned to him going after the kids or whatever, and yeah, that just kind of came out of nowhere. It did. Like there wasn't like the, the bad guys that, were like, yeah, yeah, the bad guys but, were like, uh, we're you know like I need to save my kids or something. Like that was the first mention of it. Then all of a sudden mm -hmm. you find out that the third bad guy, the girl, had the kids, and you're like, oh. Right. Okay, where so that she's, from. she's been she's been plotting behind the scenes and and now yeah. she has the children of all these mob bosses um who Punisher is trying to hunt down and kill but even yeah. then like his motivation is not or I mean his motivation's kind of clear but it's not like what is he trying to accomplish his end yeah. goal isn't really clear except for just right. punish the wicked and he's and like the the cop detective um dude who uh he was from jaws um he um another 80s movie that's 80s right yeah um yeah, yeah but um, the, with the kids like it came out of nowhere though like for the watcher for the viewer mm -hmm. like for us it just they didn't yeah, even just set happened. it up, and all of a sudden you find out that the lady has the kids. And... Right, now we have a new story plot that we're following. Yeah, and... it was like very, like, I thought they were going in one direction of him punishing these people, but yeah. then all of a sudden they just, like, maybe, like, this whole, know, yeah. 30 this minutes whole other into the movie. story that they, they, they created this whole other into. story. Yeah, like, and it came yeah. out of nowhere. It's just, like, in a snap, like, just all of a sudden. Right. And I was and like, then he, and then he teams okay, up that's with. confusing. He teams up with I was I think is was the son of the man who supposedly killed his wife. <laughs> I think that was I think that's what they were going for. I I think that guy died. Well, the guy at the beginning died, supposedly, but I think they mentioned that he was in the hospital or something. But I think he mm. died. But he's so, and I think his son was the one. <laughs> who teamed up with him whose son was kidnapped yeah i think i don't know it was really confusing as well yeah, just to was. follow the story and like where yeah where's just going what's happening yes that was a big Who's issue where? with the villains is you 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 see so he like in the beginning his they set up his motivation of he wants to punish the evil and then mm -hmm. he goes and uh you they give this whole story for this gang member and then he kills him, and you're like, oh, so it's not him. He's not the bad guy. And then they do mm -hmm. another story for another gang member, yeah. and then he blows up, and you're like, oh, yeah. so that's not the bad guy. And so, like, <laughs> I kept right. trying to figure out, like, okay, where's the actual villain in this movie? Cause, because they right. just kept killing these guys, and then all of a sudden yeah. they get to the girl 
the mysterious the, woman. The, the Japanese woman? Yeah. Yeah. Which she was, I mean, she was fine. Like, she was... Yeah, but int- it, it took in- them too long to... She was a good to, villain, but they didn't... Yeah, it took time to set her up. It took them too long to set her up, and they... Because they were setting up these other guys, the other gang member guys, right. and then you find out that they're not the actual bad guys. So it's just right. like, well, why? That's not Which, how stories yeah. work. You don't want to have right. all these setups for these other villains that aren't the actual villains. Right. And I, exactly. They so then it kind of like lowered the the menacingness of the mm. of the villain. Right, because we yeah we don't even know who the villain is, and then. How does she die? I can't remember. She gets, is it was it Puncher that shot her, or was it? Wait, I can't. I can't remember how it ended. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. The whole ending was just a bunch of action. Yeah, '80s action is all it was. Right. And that was another yeah. thing about this movie. I felt like it was very filled with action to kind of one to kind of. I mean, I'm sure they advertised it as an action movie, so to kind of capitalize on that. Totally. But also, it felt like a uh, a way to hide the fact that they had a bad story. Yeah, probably. That's what it felt like a lot for me, is that they were doing right. that. Yeah, it had so many of the, like, the slow cuts in the, uh, like, for knife oh, throws, yeah. you know? I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to call it. Like, back when they weren't as capable to, uh, uh, in as capable to visually portray someone throwing a knife into someone or even beating people up. Like, I feel like some of the punches were just like, Oh yeah. Like complete misses, but like, you know, then the guy, that guy reacts. Yeah. The choreography was just terrible in this movie. Yeah. Well, and like, and, um, which was interesting because, um, Dolph is like a, like a big martial artist. Like he has like a black belt, I think in martial arts. Mm. And there was a couple of times where he, he showcased it a little bit, but, or you know, utilize some of his skills. I, I would assume he did all of his own stunts too. Mm-hmm. He's and he's like a he's a good actor. Like I, I mean, obviously he's in Rocky and he's the Russian in yeah. Rocky. So so he's he's played a Russian. He's played uh, an Italian, um, but he's he's Swedish. If anyone <laughs> didn't know that, yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyways, um, he yeah yeah he he's a good actor and did a good job. The, so yeah. kind of with like his character like like you had said he was very much you couldn't connect with him at all no he was he was hard honestly hardly in the movie especially the first half That's like he sure. was very much sidelined because especially with how they were with all these different side stories of like of all these villains all these kids and, and just all these different things that they're doing mm-hmm. he was very much sidelined especially in the first half of the movie Yep. And so you really like you didn't even know the guy halfway through, and you're like, okay, so it's just this guy that is this the bad guy? You know, it's like almost like the <laughs> cop was the good guy in this movie, and it's about yeah. him, and more so right. than the other guy. Yeah, kind of sure. Yeah, that was odd, and like so apparently he went um, kind of method in his acting. He uh, he didn't sleep like. F- before most of his scenes, like he would go like a couple of days without sleep before he did his scenes, just just to show the intensity and the seriousness and like mm. the brokenness. I mean, he's he's a pretty broken character. That's one thing I like. I mean, I do like about the Punisher as a character um, is is just the the way that it, they 
in the comics and um, the Punisher TV show that I enjoyed, they portray him as a broken man who has to deal with real, real things. Like he he's lost his family. He's seeing all these people get away with um, with their crimes. You know these um, these mob bosses. You know killing and and um, and kind of you know pu- pushing on the neck of the of of the people in in the, in the city that he lives in um and you know and he's he sees these people being oppressed and he want he he, he doesn't see anyone do anything about it and so he steps in and and tries to bring order and bring justice where justice isn't being done anyway so like he he but the, they portrayed him well as a as a very as a broken character a broken man but at the same time like i said all we got was a flashback Mm-hmm. Another thing that was interesting, I don't know if you knew about this, there and you can find it on YouTube, there's there's a 13 minute intro to the movie that was original in the original cut because if you notice the movie's pretty short. Like it isn't like only an hour and 30 if even. Yeah, something like that. It's some it's short. Um and so there's like a whole 13 minutes that they cut out of the movie and it's literally him with his with his family. Hmm. And and showing him as a cop, um showing him he he does like a drug bust um and as he there's a scene where he's um well yeah and then they have the scene where the car bomb goes off and kills his family and so so you get to know him and he's a totally different character from then when he from when he where he's at when the movie starts at, at in the final cut of the movie mm-hmm. so i think like something like that would have been more helpful for us to get to know this character get have a, a reason to care about him and care what's happening to him and, and and understand his motivations and why he's doing the things he's doing why he's just going around killing um you know for the reasons that he is um which aren't entirely clear though the only thing is it's just a completely different tone like you so they obviously wanted a different a very more grittier darker tone to the movie and that first 13 minutes is it feels like a completely different movie and mm. so that's part probably one of the reasons why they cut it but i think something yeah. like that would have been more helpful for sure yeah it was very hard to, to connect with him at all and just with like the bad story writing of of his motivations changing to definitely didn't help anything and mm-hmm. and some of the some of the dialogue was so bad and the acting uh um, I mean, I think the the main detective guy he he did an all right job. The lady was kind of annoying, and she was just there and just for oh, plot yeah. convenience. And we could yeah. talk about her. She's got a, that. There's a lot of problems with that character, oh, um, just sure. how they wrote her. But um, and she just didn't have any arc or any nothing. She was just there. Um, some of the dumbest lines. What was that one where like the the, the were they cops? I think they're cops, and they're arguing about. So, oh no, I think they're one of the mob bosses. They're just arguing about something, and they just went like bickering back and forth, and it was just—it's really dumb. I I can't even remember what it was, but yeah, it was dumb. Um, yeah. Oh, and that—that that was like, who sent you, Batman? I—I <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to rewind that. I was like, did he actually say Batman? <laughs> it's like, well, what? <laughs> <laughs> so bad that's funny i did uh, not i didn't catch oh, that because well it was when he was being tortured so he's like so it was the japanese lady, oh which, yeah even that like he got 
the Punisher got captured so many times in this movie. I think it was like three or four times where he was like, he got he got caught, caught by the cops. He got caught by the Japanese lady. Um, the, I think the mob bosses got him. It was, but he was being tortured, yeah. and she's like, "Who sent you?" He's like, "Batman." And then he, <laughs> then she tortures him, and then uh, do, um, then he says something like, "Do you get the impression I, that I don't believe you?" Um, the Japanese lady says that it's like, "Are you kidding me?" It's like, yeah. I, I do think that you don't believe that he's not Batman or that he is Batman. It's like, it was just a really dumb line. It, was yeah. like, it just stood out to me. Cause yeah, she's like, did do you get the impression that I don't believe you because she just tortured him? And it's like, yeah, well, obviously he's not, it was, it was a joke. And it was whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I do want to talk. Well, one, one more thing about, and like, yeah. even in that scene, like, doesn't she know that he works alone? Like, that's the thing. Does she not know anything about him? I feel like she should have known and maybe done her research or realized, <laughs> oh, this guy's been going on a killing spree for the last however many months. And yet you're 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 torturing him, asking, who sent you? It's like, no one sent him. He's been on his own this whole time. And clearly he's been on his own. He's been self-proclaimed as the yeah. punisher, the one who's going around punishing people. Anyway, so. Yeah, so even I, the news yeah. people, like, it was established that the news people knew that he was alone. And yeah. It was like, she had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, yeah. And then she le- and then she leaves the room, and typical, he escape- he's able to escape, and, uh, yeah, instead of killing him. Or she leaves the room and le- to let her, her henchmen kill him or torture yeah, him. Yeah, all of a sudden, she's like, like, I have an appointment to go to. Right. Like, that's literally what she says. <laughs> I, like, I have I an appointment like, to go to all of a when sudden. you can't come up with a reason for him to escape, it's what you do. So. <laughs> and then she it's leaves. Fine. I know it's, in, it's often. It's, yeah. <laughs> it was just, yeah, the worst. They did it so obviously. Well, yeah, and then going back to what you said about, like, you didn't even catch what you said, Batman. It's like, well, you don't. You don't really catch really much most of what he says. Like I, yeah. I turned on I turned on the subtitles halfway through the movie. And I don't oh, do yeah. that very often. It's like I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know that's how he is as an actor. I mean, no, he's okay, he's he's better in other other projects. Um I mean like Rocky, I guess he's still, he still doesn't talk much. Um and just says like a lot of one liners. But yeah. anyways. Sorry, no, even like ahead. even like when you get into method acting and you you can mm-hmm. very much tend to mumble and it's very and it's definitely the the director's yeah. responsibility to make sure they're speaking clearly like enough. Not doing that, and right. yeah, the director wasn't doing that obviously. But yeah, and I so love, I do want to yeah. I do want to get into I do want to get into that one character the uh, the partner for the good cop lady. guy, lady um, boss. So yeah, the way she became his partner was so dumb. Yeah, he's like, no, absolutely not. I will not have a partner. It's not going to happen. And then she's like, I think, I think Frank Castle's the Punisher. And he's like, Go, meet me at You're my hired. office at this time. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. okay, sure, you I, literally yeah. just like, said there's is... nothing that will make her your your partner, and then she just yeah. says. I think Frank Castle's the Punisher, and you're like, okay, you can be okay. my partner. Yeah. <laughs> like, did, did you realize that their their entire story, their entire arc was po- pointless? That they found the Punisher at the end. They were just like the story was happening over here with the Japanese people, with the mob bosses, and with Punisher, and then detectives are just kind of like on the side, like 
over here trying to find the Punisher throughout the movie. And then they find him, but it was based off nothing that they did the entire movie. They just happened <laughs> to figure out where he was going to be at some moment or like found out I think he was captured by the, the Japanese lady or something. I can't remember. But yeah, it was no. based on nothing that they did the entire movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that was some more issues with that girl character. Is uh-huh. she... So she... Uh, she was a rookie, I think, right? She, like, was just on the force like or that. something. Yeah. Uh, and the other guy, the Frank Castle's old partner, was, like, a veteran, like, a legend. Like, he's yep. been on the force for years like many like probably at least a decade based on his age and all of a sudden she comes in and knows way more than he does and knows how to find him and uh just all of a sudden takes over and knows more than he does when she's a rookie and he's been there for so long yeah and the way they threw her in there and right totally made his character look like an idiot and she's just all smart and just knows exactly how to find him and no where to look for him. It, it was just another, like, cause like all of a sudden we get this girl. So, uh, man, I wish I knew that cop's name, but he's like, you, you won't know. be my, I don't know. You won't be my, I don't know partner. most of the people's names in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause they're forgettable. I don't, can't even tell you the villain's yeah. name. I can't even tell yeah, you the guy cause... that killed his fa- parents or his, his family. But anyways, this isn't Batman. Franco is Franco is the last name for the villains, and let me yeah, okay, yeah, because it's like Frank, it's Frank Castle, Frank Franco. Well, you, yeah. so do you know that the Punisher is the only character in the entire movie that's from the comics? Yeah, I, I, was, I was looking <laughs> like, that. There was, there was like, no I one else think in any the of these comics. Other characters are in the comics, and I looked it up, and no. yeah, I was like, oh. The, yeah. They could have marketed okay. they they could have marketed this as just a action an eighties action movie. Um, you know, revenge oh, yeah. story, whatever, and it would have it would have been what it was, but they make it the Punisher. But there's nothing about he has nothing nothing to do with the Punisher. They change his backstory. Yeah. I mean, it's sim it's similar enough. Um, it's you know a lot of common tropes that you see in the Punisher comics. Fine, but other than that, it's like he doesn't he doesn't have the skull. He he doesn't um, he has the name Frank Castle, but that's it. It's yeah, just, he doesn't he, have the costume. He doesn't even at have all. like the arsonry that he usually has. Like he, um, yeah, he had like one gun, the whole yeah. movie. Uh, right. He had some knives or whatever, and that was it. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he didn't have the skull. He, other than his name, he like there's nothing about him that really made him Frank Castle. Right. And so, like, I guess we're kind of getting to comic book accuracy here. It's like, so it really wasn't accurate at all and like you had said his no. backstory with his family the way they died wasn't accurate the fact that he was a cop him and the the black detective um the whole fact that they were partners in the past like there they didn't give us anything to make us care in the and so in those 13 minutes that the the intro to the, the thing they cut mm-hmm. um they're both apparently i think they're both in it and so you get to see them work together so it sets it up a little better. But once you get to the movie, it's like, we don't know anything about you guys or like what your relationship is or what you guys have had and what, what, what things was like in the past. It took me even a while to realize like, oh, so they're, they are, they ha- they were partners before. Cause I wasn't yeah. thinking that he was a cop because he's not a cop in the comics. Right. And so that was a little confusing. And, and then they're like, oh yeah, he's partner. You know, I, I've, you know, I know Frank more than it, better than anyone. Um, and you know, we've, we have this history. It's like, it's like, okay, but you haven't given us any reason to care about this history. Right. And it's just, yeah, no, they definitely okay. should have left that other stuff in the beginning because even 
even movies are it's fine if you you can switch tones if you have like a if you have mm-hmm. your intro to introduce all the characters introduce your basically like what your movie's going to be about all in about 15 <laughs> minutes and yeah. if it's a certain tone and you decide to change the other to the tone but like if you have a big thing happen like your family dies that would yep. change the tone that would set it up so it's okay to change the tone to a more mm-hmm. dark menacing tone and it would actually right. make for a good movie because you're watching this movie and you're like oh it's kind of nice it's everything's everyone's kind of happy mm-hmm. you know he's got a good career good family and it's so, like you'd want that to be kind of like a happier tone or just a you know a normal tone and then they die so then you that's when you can trans- transition into a darker tone. And as long as you advertise the movie as like a darker tone movie, that makes for a good story. Yeah, totally. And, and there's ways that you can do it well, where you start mm-hmm. off the, the movie, um, you know, with a, with a tragedy or, or like assume, assume tragedy. Well, even then, like what was the, what was the opening scene? I can't, I was, cause he wasn't, he quote like praying or something. Wasn't that like the opening? Yes. Um, yes. It's the exact same thing as the ending, which we'll get into. Right. Uh, with his character which, uh, development. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I also want to yeah talk a little bit about just the issue of justice and what we see with the, the, but yeah, the whole was, reason was, for the character uh, of Punisher. But yeah, it's anyways. very like passive aggressive prayer. Like, mm-hmm. like God, if, if, if you want me to do justice, yeah. I, you know, if you want to send me a sign that I'm doing it wrong or something like that, right. please do send, send yeah. me a sign. But I'm gonna yeah. con- continue to do justice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something dumb like that. Something like that. But so, like, it was like, I think starting off, even if it's just like a couple minutes of the, of showing him with his family, showing him, um, you know, sh- showing the events unfold of the car bomb and everything, and and then showing the tread that the you know how it how much it broke him and how hard that was on him, and and, and give us just a little bit more for the, yeah his it, intro. They, they did do yeah. a flashback in the beginning of the car bomb and it's very quick of him though. seeing it, but that was it. Like it, he was just in a car in a car. I don't think he mm-hmm. was in, he was like dressed as a cop or anything. I don't think they like, show like they show him first like a frame. I don't yeah, even... and he was like driving towards them for a few frames, and then oh, okay. it just yeah. quickly cut to the car uh, blowing up, and uh-huh. and he like reacted for a second, and then that was it. it so it was like ten second clip at most yeah. of pretty much of his backstory with his family dying, and we didn't know his family at all. We didn't know him at all because this was within the first couple minutes, right? And and they only showed like for a few seconds, really. Did you you brought up comic book accuracy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I yeah. said, it, like he didn't have the the traditional skull, um, yeah. that just is a symbol of the character. Like it, think of Superman without the S. Like that's it's basically what they did, you know, and and so it doesn't really set him apart as like the Punisher, um, yeah. except for he calls himself that. But um, so there's that, and then like none of the other characters. Oh, yeah, there was that. Oh yeah, that was that one. The alcoholic drunk dude, um, who was kind of like a partner, mm-hmm. who who t- spoke in rhymes for whatever reason. Did you yeah. notice that? Like, what was that? <laughs> like, I, that didn't, what I don't know if that was just like a little tick of his or what, but it was weird. And 
And then, he was a like, weird what was, character. He was a weird character. Like, what was his purpose in, in the story? I, I, I didn't, and I, I didn't even understand like where he, who he was, who he came from. from it took me doing. a while because he seemed like an actual friend of the Punisher, but yeah, because the he? Punisher was like underground and like, I, like kind of living underground and traveling through the tunnels mm-hmm. underground, and like yeah. that's how he that like that was just a dumb plot too. But the whole fact of him being underground. The guy was a bum that lived underground, so he just saw the Punisher a lot, and he was oh, like, so he was like inside friends. man, kind of, to help him hear yeah. what's going on and stuff. Well, I thought that he was going to be like like Microchip from uh, from the Punisher comics. Um, he was mm. in the TV show. I think it was in season two. Um, he was like the. The, the you know he's super genius um he's really good oh. with computers and he kind yeah. of um there was the oh yeah in the in the show his wife was he thought his wife thought he was dead and so the whole story is him you know trying to f- um clear his name or, or something and mm. um punisher helping him but anyways mm-hmm. i thought that was gonna that was gonna be that character but but it wasn't and i feel like that would have been a good place to put him as someone who's you know knows the punisher helpful helps him wants to help him and able to help him and who's not dr seuss i don't know <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i don't know yeah so it, this was just not a comic book accurate movie i don't know yeah. if that was the studio's which is direction yeah, okay. the directors it's, it's fine yeah or who's whose idea that was but mm-hmm. i'm sure that's one of the reasons stanley hated it and yeah uh, probably uh he was just like this is not the punisher which it really isn't. And so, yeah, I think I kind of want to get into the character development. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like we had said, so he had that monologue in the beginning and I didn't look it up, but I wanted to, I just forgot. I, I think he has the same exact monologue in the end. I don't think there's any okay. differences. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's exactly the same. Uh-huh. Um, the points of, of the monologues were the same. I just, right. I mean, I, I was curious if it was word for word the same, but he, it, sh- it, they literally by doing that showed that he had no character development. Like, right. I, I thought with the yeah. monologue and stuff, you know, I thought like, Oh, okay. So here's a theme. So he's doing, he's, yep. he's wanting revenge and stuff. And then if they kind of get into like the, like, there's a cost to revenge and is it worth it? And that's why mm-hmm. I thought they were going with that monologue. And then you get to the end and you find out, no, that's not at all where they're going with that. They're just, <laughs> that's just who he is. He just wants yeah. to give, he just wants revenge and wants to punish the evil people. And right. I thought, Oh, okay. That's you're So you're literally just admitting that you gave this character no development and he's literally exactly the same from the beginning that, that he is at the end and mm-hmm. nothing changed. I yeah, thought that was pretty much a very interesting choice on their part. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, I mean, maybe it's more uh, for them to say that, like he, th- this is the path that he's chose. He is the Punisher. He's mm. you know, he's going to continue to take revenge. So, like as we've watched him watch the story unfold, like that's where this leads. This is where um, he's at. He, he, this is the choice he's made. Maybe I don't know. Um, he's like because the. There is the choice. Like, is he going to continue to be the Punisher, or is he going to stop? And, and you know, is he going to stop the revenge killing, or 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 not? Well, no, he he chooses to continue. So maybe I, I don't yeah. know if that's 
more or less. But but it w- that w- that could have worked if they gave him some character arc, or if they even if they showed us wrestling with that que- showed him wrestling with that question. Because I don't think he did at all. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like oh should I continue doing this or should I not? It's like oh no I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing this. Um, I think this is right and. But even then, like they didn't really unpack that, and he, he didn't show that internal struggle with revenge because, you know, we're, we when we watch when we watch movies when we read stories we we want our characters to be human characters who have human emotions, a human um, who deal with real human situations like someone killing your 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 wife and kids. Uh, that that that's a that's a real thing that happens, and and we want to see our characters um react in human ways um and and show um that struggle he's given the opportunity for revenge okay so what does it look like for him to wrestle with is it is it right for him to go and go and start killing people is it right for him to to be a revenge killer and and, or to to be the um the um judge jury and executioner you know does he get to make that decision is that is that given to him like you know, wrestle with that. I think that's what mm-hmm. they do a great job in the Punisher TV show. Yeah. Um, just dealing with that issue of justice and Daredevil as well, which I would love to review those sometime. I, I, I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of really, really good themes, especially very good Christian themes um, that we see in the, in that TV show. Um, not just the fact that he's religious, but just the, um, seeing um, just his struggles with with justice and what it looks like for him to make those hard decisions, um, but deal with the fact that, th- that he lives in a broken world and he's given these abilities and he but he has to know he has to wrestle with what do I do with them? Is it okay for me to kill? Is it okay for for me to withhold that? And then you bring the Punisher into that, and then he's like, oh, the Punisher is like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill these guys. I don't I I'm I it's okay on my conscience, um, but even in that we still. S- see him grow as a character in his own tv show and maybe not so much in the daredevil show because Mm -hmm. then he gets caught and anyways but you get to this and it's like we want our characters to have yeah to deal with we want to see how they deal with things and and even saying that like um we want our characters to be human it's like well human not in like even a biological sense like we could watch a movie well Pixar is a great example of this. You can watch a movie about toys who are... What's really interesting about most Pixar movies is that these movies that are made for kids are really about adult problems. Like, Finding Nemo is about a father losing his son and moving heaven and earth in order to find find his son. Um, Toy Story is about... um, I'm blanking on the themes. But it's... you, no, sorry, that's what I'm saying. Toy Story is about a bunch of toy characters who are adults. Like Woody and Buzz are adults, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet it's a kids. It's for kids, but they're dealing with adult problems and, and issues and, and whatnot. And but then it's also related to them being toys and wanting to be you know played with by their their owner and and whatnot and wrestling with with fighting for for um, superiority and 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 author- and um, uh, recognition and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, but also learning about recognizing who you are and, and, and so forth. But anyways, like you look at characters in like Pixar movies who at Pixar up till recently, um, recently they've done I think a horrible job um, at telling good stories and, and creating good yeah. characters. But, but in the past, you know, um, Bugs Life, um, Cars, um, Wall-E, uh, Up, Monsters, Inc., all these movies like are 
that besides up that are not about human characters, but they're characters who are, who are acting as humans. They're, they're, they're in the place of humans and they're dealing with human with, um, what, what it looks like to live in a broken world and how to, how to live the story that you're, you're in and to mm-hmm. be good characters in your story. And it teaches us how to do that. And so you get to, so anyways, I, I say that you get to this movie, the Punisher, and you have this broken character who's had the world, his whole entire world has fallen apart. He's lost everything. And he's a broken, beaten down man and and so we, so we come in and we and we're meeting him in that we're 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 coming into the story we're we're watching this story unfold we we want to see okay where is this going who is this man what how is he going to deal with this um what what is it going to look like for him to grow as a character and and so we we get into that and it's like oh no he's just a very flat um emotionless broken man who um that's he's super he's always super serious he acts and i think in and uh, my point is he's acting in ways that humans don't act you know so mm. he's a very artificial character that the writers wrote into this story to in order to try to tell a story but it's it just getting gets lost because um it the the story falls apart because you don't have a character that is worth following or that we want to know about or want to learn about or we want to we want to sympathize with and um and you know and and pity and and you know follow and uh, uh learn from I, I guess i would say so anyways it's it's just i think this was a a good um case study i guess on what it looks like to make a this bad character who who's set up in a good way and could tell a good story you could tell a good story with but it's just you don't and yeah. they have no he has no development he has no growth he has no struggle he has nothing to overcome except for just he wants to kill people and punish the wicked um and be the the the, the you know the jury the judge jury and executioner uh, of of these criminals yeah and then yeah yeah there's there's no development at all and then you get towards the end where you should see like uh, the hero sacrifice, Dark Knight of the Soul, um, mm-hmm. and I mean you could kind of say that he was risking his life by fighting these people, and you know he nearly loses a couple times or whatever. And but... then didn't he let the kid, like the kid, pointed the gun at him? So, oh yeah, yeah, that that, that I um because he didn't want the the son to turn out like his father um or even turn out like him um and so he was willing to let you know he wasn't going to fight the kid mm-hmm. obviously he was going to let yeah. you know but um but he wanted to he didn't want to see this kid turn out the uh, you know like these other men like the, his superiors have turned out yeah. and and so there's there's a, there a little that bit scene didn't really make any sense because wasn't he saying to kill him, like wasn't he wanting wasn't the Punisher wanting the kid to kill him, because if he did that then he wouldn't end up like his father. Because that's what he was saying, but that doesn't make any sense. Because if he did kill him, uh, wouldn't I he end know. up like his father? Because he just killed a guy <laughs> in cold know. blood. Yeah, I, I was ten years old. About that too. That yeah, I don't. Is that really? And, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. I mean, that's I what so. I got from it, based You're off right. of what I could understand him saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, know, man. But he, 
yeah so i i think that's what what you said is what they were going for is that he that was him trying to sacrifice himself but it it made no sense because if the kid did did kill him in cold blood Mm -hmm. you know it's a 10 year old kid killing a man in cold blood he's gonna have a pretty messed up rest of his life yeah Um, exactly but yeah there was no right because like because things like that do change people like yeah as we write characters as we re- read characters we watch characters you know it it it, do, it it does something to a person when you do something like that when you when you kill someone in cold blood you know when you mm-hmm. when you commit murder when you um even in self-defense like th- that that changes you um and you have to deal with that and we want to see our characters deal with that we want to watch them grow we want to watch them learn we want to watch them experience and 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 respond and react and um and grow because of this hardship that they've faced and mm-hmm. yeah once again we just didn't get that yeah yeah and then there's no real i mean that one scene could also kind of be the dark night of the soul maybe yeah probably because um, he i mean he had a gun to his head so and then the character had no development so there's nothing for him to overcome or anything the other thing is like so going back to the plot so the plot happens because he's going on this killing spree. And so the, these mob bosses get together and they're like, we need to do something about this Punisher guy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so there's a story. Okay. There's, there's something there. Um, but then this Japanese lady comes in and wants to kidnap these kids. But like, does that, did that have anything to do with, with the plot that they set up? Did that have anything to do with the Punisher? Did it have anything to do with, Actually, yeah, I just asked that question. Did it have anything to do with The Punisher, with Frank Castle? Like, right, no, no, it didn't. It didn't. And, yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, he, like they set up all these gang members, mm-hmm. that, and two of them died. Like, they literally set up, like, backstories for these two guys, and then they both get killed, and then they set up the, the Asian lady, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you have all these things with these mobs and just didn't mm-hmm. make any sense yeah because he so um going back to the monologue he says at another point in the movie i wrote this down he says i still talk to god sometimes i ask him what i am doing if what i'm doing is right or wrong i'm still waiting for an answer hmm. yeah and so I that's said, the ending and, that is the so is that is yeah. what he says okay oh yeah because he says because in the beginning answer. he's probably saying you know i'm asking god God right. is this? Am I? Is what I'm doing right or wrong? I'm listening <laughs> for an answer. Probably is what he says. And then in the end, he says, "I'm still waiting for an answer." Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. And um, and then I said, and then I wrote down, "And am I still waiting? For, and and I am still waiting for some character development. But maybe <laughs> we're both not getting what we want." <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Yeah. Because like the kid, the kid didn't did he not kill he didn't kill frank to show that he was better than him which would show would have shown frank's faults by not killing him because frank would i I don't know i'm just i was so confused didn't make sense yeah (laughs) so okay so this next part that i was wanting to talk about um Mm -hmm. so when I did some research in this movie because I thought there was some nudity in this movie, and there was. I don't know if you even noticed it on. Wasn't if you watched it, like, it on YouTube like in the background? Yeah, it was there, in the there background. Was like a silhouette. Or um, I don't know. 
Yeah. It was... Um, yeah, I remember. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew IMDb what was coming. It was, like some dancers, it. it was some dancers yeah. in the background. And yeah. so that, that whole scene was... Uh, Which, for that those scene. listening... Right, for those listening, yeah. like, do your research for movies. And obviously, yeah. we want to be helpful in this. Like, yeah. usually, if it's rated R and there's a club scene, just skip it. It's yeah. usually pointless. Like, yeah, it, um, that's, I mean, that's what I did because um, I knew it was coming. Um, and so, like, yeah, do your research for these movies. Yeah. Um, it's okay IMDb's, to filter them. It's IMDb's okay to, a really yeah. good, IMDb's mm-hmm. a really good uh, uh, website to use to know what you're getting into. I yep. mean, this movie is R, so that was just a red flag for me. R for yep. red flag. That's what the, uh, that's what that means. R for red flag. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, go to IMDb. Right. You can go to uh, anything, violence, language, nudity, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll give you descriptions of when and where the scenes are. So, yep. so using that prepared. tool, I was able to go ahead and know that in this club scene, there's probably going to be nudity, so I was able to fast forward. Um, mm-hmm. especially with the Blu-ray, everything's a lot more clear, uh, sometimes too mm-hmm. clear. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. And another thing like the, I'll plug is, I, um, there's a lot of good filtering services. However, yeah. like there's some, there's a lot of movies that the filter, especially these obscure movies that no one knows about. Um, the fil- there's usually not an option to filter them, but right. you could find filtering services where they'll just take out the scenes for you. And, and you know, if you want to take out language, take out language. If you want to take out even some of the violence, take out violence. And um, they're very helpful. It's oh, it's okay to edit and and to censor and and these movies because um, we we want to to know the story. We want to know what what is it that what story is being told here. We want to watch these movies. We want to enjoy these movies, but because of where Hollywood's at, um, where it's been, you know, they're okay with, um, objectifying and sexualizing women. Um, you know, like there's a thing, it's like, well, you know, um, nudity is just an art form. Okay. Well, why is 90% of nudity in in movies women? So, you know, it's because, you know, it's, you know, it's for one, it's a lot of producers and directors who are, who are perverts who, you know, who don't, actually care about women do not li- like women um do not respect women I'm, that's what i meant um and so you you know you get to even move like a movie like this it's like if it's radar you know do your research um mm-hmm. be discerning you know if you can filter filter you know skip or just don't watch the movie yeah and that's okay too um yeah especially when there's nudity in the movie it's it's okay to just not watch the movie i mean yep because uh, when you get movies like this, I mean, it, it is porn. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. just to be frank, it is. Um, yeah. I mean, porn is just any, it's defined as like naked women, or I mean, I guess men too, naked yeah. people uh, in a video or picture displayed in a sexual way. So that's exactly what, I mean, they were mm-hmm. dancing in the background in this movie. So that's, that's porn. So yep. know that we especially don't like movies and it, it will get a very poor rating because of that as well. Absolutely. Uh, any movie that does, even when we get to Deadpool, it's going to get a pretty mm. poor rating because I know yep. that movie also has nudity. So, yeah. Um, right. Just I know, know that Which is it's, another reason it's okay to not yeah. watch movies at all just because there's nudity and it's right. good to not support that. I mean, right. uh, yeah, exactly. 
and we're doing this um, as a way to help people filter and help discern, you know, how, how do we view these movies? How should we consider these movies? Um, and yes, it is okay. And it's not, it's not that we're here supporting it. Like we're pointing it out We're we're saying yeah. this is garbage, you know, we, and we're, 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 we're looking at the good, bad, and ugly of in movies. Um, and there's a lot of ugly and we want to expose that and you know, expose the works of darkness and, and say, Hey, like, we need to fight against this, guard against this, and 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 help us discern what what makes a good movie, what makes a good story. How do we tell good stories? How do we make good movies? And per, you know, producing the garbage that is being produced today that Hollywood produces is not how you make good movies. And that's what we're wanting to make clear and make known. And yeah, just be helpful to people. Well, I don't know if I've got much more to say. Do you have? Don't anything? think so. Uh, I mean, we gotta we gotta acknowledge the weird uh, beard shadow on his face. Oh that... yes, <laughs> yes, I had that written down. I, oh, I, I missed <laughs> what so in weird. the world. <laughs> that, they, they I mean, literally... that was the only thing that makes him look like the Punisher because yeah. his, <laughs> he had a weird shadow on his face. Okay, especially with the Blu-ray, you could tell. Like, oh man, it's because it's like sideways, so you can tell it's just makeup, like that's just yeah. wiped on his face right. to look like a beard, and it's because it's only in his, it's only in this area. Well, you know why they <laughs> and did it. Right? He's got black makeup. It's so that he'll look like the skull. Oh, okay. that's why they did it. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I thought I it's thought so, they were just trying to make him look like he had a beard. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did it so that he would. Because if you look at it, go back and look at it again, and it kind of looks like the 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 traditional Punisher skull. That is funny. This <laughs> because he darkens I it don't... down, so the skull it you it's more of like, yeah, right. What his skull would. Yeah, look I like, get that. Kind of... I get that now. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> it is yeah all right uh do you want to get into ranking I sure mean, where are we at in time uh we're about an hour in okay yeah um yeah so i i didn't know what to give this one because like i, I mean thinking about howard the duck thinking about x-men origins two pretty bad movies um yeah i I think it was better than Howard the Duck, but it was not as good as Wolverine. And so I kind of put it in the middle of those at a 3.7. Oh, okay. That's way more generous than I did. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I, I probably mean, I, what I would have given it without the nudity. Okay. Uh, but with the nudity included, I gave it a 1.9. Okay. Yeah. I gave it two points above howard the duck <laughs> that's that's fair you know what i'm so i'm gonna come down to your level and agree with you yeah after right. talking about all this i'm gonna go 1.9 that's good yeah <laughs> yeah because structure wise i mean it wasn't Was, much yeah, what, better what? than howard the duck true um i would say howard duck had more of a of a story <laughs> yeah uh, i know i don't know so yeah uh, I, I agree and then yeah, yeah. and then with the nudity so yeah i think 1.9 is cool is right where it should be <laughs> awesome which puts it uh number five on our list yep number five out of six yep six into this 
Nice. All right. Well, that was our review for Punisher 1989. Our next movie is uh, a newer movie, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting tired so of watching our... all these terrible movies. Yeah, that's our... I can't, I can't stand it. And this one, I... I, I I already know I because I remember I've watched this recently. It's it's bad, and <laughs> and then even get into the the you know it's a female protagonist and it's not well done, um, yeah at all. But I'm so what's well, interesting? Are we, when are we doing Captain Marvel? Is that after? That's after. So we're doing two female protagonist movies in a row. Um, we're gonna lose all our followers. The the five followers that we have. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, just kidding um no but seriously like that'll be that'll be interesting uh just to tackle because uh, like i i do think you can make a good female protagonist a good female hero because we have them in the bible we see them in scripture god tells stories that way um but uh marvel has done a terrible job at creating those characters especially captain marvel who has no struggles you know except for the men that oppress her but anyways we'll get into that when we get there <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then, after that, you uh, we'll let you guys look forward get to this. We have sailing. Blade after that. Oh, I can't wait the, to Blade. I love Blade. The, the original X Men movie, then Blade Two. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man, Daredevil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't hype up Daredevil. Uh, but. Uh, but all those other movies. Don't say Electra. Look no, forward to can those. Can we just a lot of, cut out Electra? A lot of good movies to look forward to. Yeah. Okay. Electra's a little bit. I've never seen around. Electra. Never seen it. I don't I don't want to. I've never but seen it. Anyways. Either. So that'll be so, interesting. Yeah, we have a few few difficult ones to get through. And, yep. and then we'll have some <laughs> That's really okay. fun ones with Blade. Uh, the original X-Men. Blade 2. Spider-Man. Uh, yes. Can't all wait. great movies. All great characters. And we'll be able to show you what makes a good movie um Yay. we'll still point out the flaws of course yep and every movie has flaws when there are good things to talk about we'll talk about them in these bad movies but mm-hmm. not much great to talk about howard the duck and the punisher so <laughs> nope i think yeah, we well two more punisher movies about this really? so yeah there's yeah. two yeah two other so be punisher movies so uh, I think, I think the John Bernthal Punisher is gonna be in, in uh, I guess that's a show, the Born Again Daredevil. Oh, he's gonna be Daredevil Born Again, yeah. But maybe we'll get him in a movie and we'll be able to talk about him. Pretty cool. Eventually, yeah. So yeah, um, I think that's about it for this. Trent, if you want to mm-hmm. wrap us up. Yep. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Sorry for another not so great movie, but I uh, hope this is helpful and you guys learned from this and that uh, you can take a lot from this. So, yeah, looking forward to next week and we will catch you then. Thank you all. Yep. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.